Morning. It's first thing Friday. So it is time for Fix, our weekly newsletter. With pattern recognition and provocative thinking. This is November 13th edition, made with Amazon Polly and synthetic voices. Read the original, with all the links, at addictivelondon.com. And share with anyone you think will find it interesting. New TV issue. When he announced the Time Warner deal in 2018 AT&T chief executive Randall Stevenson was bullish, he expected to be profitable the next year. Well that didn't happen and two years on his successor wants to break up the firm. His focus is three key growth areas, wireless, particularly 5G fiber optic network connections to accommodate surging data traffic, and HBO Max. So businesses are for sale, like DirecTV, bought for $67 billion five years ago and now likely to be valued at $15 billion in an imminent deal. Warner Media, which includes HBO, is shutting people too. But who is buying? As we keep saying all the math for the plethora of streaming services was done pre-COVID. So the only thing that has retained its value is IP. And there are a few decent libraries of content around. The people at Kibi first realized how much trouble they were in when they spotted CEO Meg Whitman had put her $6 million condo on the market. Bloomberg dished the dirt on the Kibi closure and laid the blame firmly at the door of Whitman and particularly Katzenberg, talking of self-sabotage. He clearly mesmerized the investors. One who invested $35 million said the company painted a relatively positive picture to us that things are going well. A more successful story in Nutvis Roku, new results show revenue up 73% year-on-year and profits up by 81% just about every significant advertiser in 2019 came back and spent with them in 2020. Shares are up by 500% this year, yet the market cap is under $30 billion. This interview with their head of ad marketing is great insight into their business. Their combination of hardware and U.S. homes, reaching 54 million people, plus a very healthy ad business, makes them an attractive buy to anyone who is serious about Nuv. If I worked in M&A, I would be on my way to Menlo Park. The big challenge in Nuv is discovery, what should we watch now? In a new experiment Netflix have launched a linear channel in France, so the content is spread across a schedule. Anyone who has ended up watching a movie on any of the channels on Sky knows that this is quite powerful. TikTok. Seems like banning TikTok is no longer top of the Trump agenda. They have taken up a legal case to challenge the ban, saying. In the nearly two months since the president gave his preliminary approval to our proposal to satisfy those concerns, we have offered detailed solutions to finalize that agreement, but have received no substantive feedback on our extensive data privacy and security framework. Audio Big week in audio Spotify doubled down on podcast advertising with the acquisition of Megaphone and a cast partnered with Patreon to help creators get paid. The Megaphone deal is great for Slate, who were early movers in podcasting and who built Megaphone to better monetize their content. For Spotify it gives them increased distribution for their streaming ad insertion tool and adds the publishers who use Megaphone redistribution to the Spotify library of content. With their strong sales force across music and podcasting, this should bring more money into the medium. In this interview with the Megaphone CEO he talks of their businesses like an ad network for podcasting. Worth watching. The Acast deal with Patreon is focused on the subscriber or patron-only content on the Patreon site, where a creator makes a podcast available just to those who pay the monthly membership. The Acast deal broadens the distribution for these private podcasts to all the major podcasting platforms, players, other than Spotify. There is so much happening with voice and audio. We mentioned Discord last week and I have talked with many of the key players in synthetic voices, listen to the Sonantic demo, and feel we are on the verge of something really interesting.
so the new Snap have acquired an Israeli firm that creates AI agents, voice bots that sound human and can deal with human callers is intriguing. Check the demo here. I don't think Snap plan to go into the call center business. But imagine their excellent product team looking at things like Discord blowing up and wondering what you get if you add this voice capability to messaging, the camera and stories? China. Guess what, Singles Day set a new record, $74 billion. Nearly 500 brands each did GMV of more than 100 meters yuan, about 11 million pounds. The same step change we saw with COVID and e-commerce here is apparent in China too, even with their crisis abating. These shifts are having a major impact on shopping behavior. We are seeing the digital shelf becoming the primary shelf, if not the only shelf, in some Asia-Pacific markets. The coverage is worth reading as it also talks about the entertainment shows that accompany Singles Day. How long before Amazon add a primetime TV show to Prime Day? The latest results from some of the big Chinese platforms emphasize the colossal size of the Chinese market. Tencent saw Q3 revenue rise 29% yay, at $18.4 billion. Profit of $5.60 was up 89%. Gaming was the fastest growing segment, up 45% yay to $6.2 billion. Young pretender Ping Duo Duo, started in 2015 also showed remarkable growth. Their active buyers grew by 36% to $730 million and average spend was $300, up 27% yay. But their business model is quite different to Tencent and Alibaba in that they generally take a zero commission on sales, and almost 90% of their revenue is from advertising. The other big news in China is that the government pulled the plug on the anti-PO, projected to be the biggest of all time. This article speculates that the Chinese are looking to regulate their big tech, just as the West begins to do so. My talk on China trends with our friends at Azoic may be of interest. AdTech The results for the trade desk continue to be impressive, Q3 was the biggest yet in terms of revenue at $216 million, up by 32% yay. The stock price leapt 27% They are very bullish and talked up their unified ID initiative, which now has Liveramp, Curteo and Nielsen participating. Their deck for investors is worth reading. The issue of personal data remains the heart of the ad tech perfect storm. Tim Berners-Lee has a new startup called Inrupt designed to improve how data is stored and used by enterprise, whilst remaining under the control of users. It will be interesting to see if any of his thinking influences ad tech. Most European governments seem to be pushing for more control over the use of data and with things like GDPR embracing better privacy. But a French consortium of ad organizations has complained to the French Competition Authority, the ALDC, about the plans by Apple to deprecate the IDFA. I don't think the cause is much helped by the Dark Cards cohort of ad tech constantly seeking to thwart attempts to reduce tracking. The trick of cloaking names has been stopped with the latest version of iOS. The energy that goes into this cat-and-mouse game is better spent on ad tech that improves the user experience, let's start with more relevant ads and less excess frequency. Merchant on Wednesday our deep dive on Merchant shared lots of great resources, an excellent blog post and a podcast by Benedict Evans, good reports from the IAB and Activate. And lots on what Facebook call Discovery Commerce. All well worth reading. We also covered China, fashion, creative tech, Amazon, stores and more. Catch up here. Lyft are looking at a delivery business. 7 Ways to Make E-Commerce More Profitable, From Business of Fashion Creative Tech Last week I was extolling the power of creative as a tool to improve media performance. Imagine you have a £1 million social spend. The media team have done a good job and the campaign is well planned across the right set of platforms and formats. But poor creative that runs everywhere, 
can mean that money is wasted. Great creative, made to suit the grammar, can make the campaign hugely successful. If it performs 20% better, that's £200,000 of value created. One of our smartest readers at Thomas PCNDM me to say, In my experience, A plus 20% creative performance can unlock extend volume at a fraction of the price. DLDR, in perf, finding creative winner is a 10x game changer. And another smart reader has a great Twitter thread on the topic, with this great quote. Many companies think their marketing creative teams are over-resourced, but it's almost impossible for that to be the case. Some agencies are starting to take creative tech seriously, Dentsu and Vidmob working together. And just this week I saw a vendor with amazing display ads, big, bold, beautiful digital ads for top brands, earning CPMs of $60 plus and driving high click-throughs. And they work on mobile too. More on this to come, but if you are a premium publisher looking to better monetize your PMPs and first-party data we should talk. Plus plus. Great resource from our friends at Guild, community-based marketing strategy, free guide, proud to have our Antech Guild group featured as a case study. Focuses on ad content effectiveness November 10, 2020. Instagram and TikTok are the new battlegrounds for digital banks. Explore a day in the life of our synthetic media future Samsung in the metaverse. Thoughts on C Limited, another fascinating Asian business. Introducing Snap Connect, specialized courses taught by Snapchat experts, Snapchat for Business. Good new report from Facebook on how media and entertainment behaviors have changed due to COVID. The new marketing infrastructure layer. Homebrew VC Hunter Walk Talks Twitter, TikTok, and Tech in the Time of Biden. US vs China in 5G, the battle isn't even close.